Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Uh, on the road, he flags. Yeah, he's on the road. Hello. He's, whereabouts are you? I am in Fill Stockholm. In. I am in uh, in uh, northwest of Stockholm in a Marriott hotel. Um, I'm Whoa. working. Whoa! Is it a, okay? Is it a Marriott or is it? Uh, oh no, sorry, that's Radisson Blue. Radisson. It's not a Radisson Blue. It's no, a, but they oh, have right. all of the brands. They have like Courtyard. By this is a Courtyard. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they have like. Jeez. They bought up other, you know. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a whole tiered system of some of them are, ro- you know, royal suites. And may Marriott. I ask, are you staying in the presidential suite? <laughs> <laughs> no, just a bog standard room. Oh man! But, uh, but I am it on sounds a, the like a hotel floor. room. It does. It's got That's that what sound. Sips was yeah. saying. It's you sound like you're in a hotel room, and of course I am. So. Yeah, well, I didn't mean that like in a bad way though. They just no, have no. they have a distinctive sound to them. They do hotel room a certain a certain timber. If yes, you will. Mm. I, I recognize them from all of the porn I've watched over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize okay. that that sound oh, that right. that echo that reverb. You know, it's it it it's ingrained. Put it's, it in my ass, Jimmy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fucking watch it. Fucking hold it, cock in your ass. Yeah, put it in my ass. Please don't. <laughs> it's too early. Sorry. Uh, oh, man. I, I, I couldn't get to sleep last night, and I had something bouncing around in my head. Two things. Uh, the first was I remembered, I think we were in Turkey, and we were at the airport. And you know the luggage carousel when you're waiting for your stuff to come around? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. One of the things that came around was a large styrofoam box, like those, like a cooler box, like the ones you'd take to the beach, but this was big. Big enough for you to... to fold a body into it was large it had mm-hmm. no lid and it had a single oh. tub of cool whip in the box oh right just on so a, it was empty it was empty empty but bar from some bar that single tub of cool whip which was taking up like two percent of the volume of this large box which which begged so many questions first of all uh what happened to the rest of the cool whip because it was clearly stuffed with it and it had spilled out that was that was my first assumption or that they just had this box that was the luggage that they had and all they thought to put in it was a single tub of cool whip i could not figure it out it was a confusing one. Oh, I, i've got an idea it, okay here's my um CSI brain, the baggage handlers. Mm. It was like some sort of prank, or like they were, you know, that, that it was something to do with them, you know, one of them. Maybe that's like their snack, and they just, you know, put it on there and pick it off again. Maybe. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? There's some, because there are people behind those magical um, flaps, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> the rubber flaps. But there are people again, yeah. are we? The magical flaps. <laughs> <laughs> there is people behind the flaps. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just peek beyond not just the magical and... flaps. Yeah, see what you oh. might find. <laughs> yeah, God, that's that's my fetish. Yeah, for same, sure. Yeah. I want to I want to ride that baggage he's carousel. A, he's a flat peeker, is what he yeah. is. I would, I want to. I want to so <laughs> take me in there. <laughs> is that that must be a fetish? Actually, going back into the womb. Oh, I'm sure it um, is. Yeah, they crawl. I think back as up. well. Um, lying on the carousel and waiting to go back into the flaps would be that would add to a sort of level of anticipation. Oh, I see. T you could get on the start, yeah. and have a whole titillation round, and, and then get off just before you go through the yeah. flaps, and literally and get then go, off, go back like round, jerking again. it the whole time, and just as you pass through the flaps, the moment of ecstasy. Finally, I'm I'm flap worthy. In you go. Yeah. That's, uh, this is the dirtiest podcast we've done in a while. This has really started off quite Well, those dirty. baggage carousels are filthy. Yeah, they are to be filthy. Fair. You, should never are. Really, you shouldn't really go on them. Uh, you should limit don't your access look at to them. them. Yeah, yeah, I know. Most people They'll nowadays soil um, you. don't even use them. They try to cram everything that they own into um, carry-on luggage, don't it's they? True. I've, it's true. I've noticed that, actually. Yeah. And, and I don't know how, um, what are they putting in the luggage hold of planes anymore because every single fucker on the plane has got this little mini suitcase yeah that instantly fills up everywhere on the plane yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah i mean given that most flights are full i'd say it's bog standard now that when you get there and this happened to me is every time i've flown in the last couple of years it's been uh we are operating a full flight today so of course that means there's no room for overhead luggage and i'm thinking first of all you should be able to have a little bit more overhead space because i mean the, the the one on the airplane that i was on coming over here it opened directly above my head which is always perilous if you just extended those luggage holders out to the aisle it'd be much easier like you definitely have room for all the luggage and like you said everybody wants to bring carry-on but it's yeah. like they're always surprised that people have carry-on luggage so then they'll say we'll check your baggage for free if you have a large bag this is at the gate like when you're looking to board the plane yeah they're taking oh. luggage off people and putting it into the hold then that's the scariest part because i'm thinking there's no way my bag is making it it's definitely going to get lost in transit if i hand it to this random dude wearing a high yeah but he's jacket. actually at the plane like he's, he's at the fuselage the plane. I, don't I trust guess him. they're just dropping it down a chute i don't whatever. trust him i mean are Heathrow, they trying to all... phase out the fucking hold luggage because no, it's no, getting no, no. more and more expensive to have it in there no i don't think uh, they is are. the intention to have that luggage compartment be converted to sort of a Second class basement. <laughs> yeah, like uh, where you where you draw all your French women, that sort of thing. Like down, because like the undercarriage. I can't imagine that space is full I, unless they're putting other stuff in there, like freight and. I, I think mail they quite stuff. like charging for uh, hold luggage usage. So I think that's something that they 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 want people to take because they'll they'll tell you like how big a bag you can take on the plane. And I'm sure they adjust that based on their, their expectations that year. They're like, we need more people to use hold luggage because we can charge 20 quid a pop or whatever. So mm, wonder, let's yeah. shrink the size. And then people will turn up and they'll say, oh, it's too big. You've got to check it. And I'm like, no. So they can charge people more money. I know I, I watched a chat with the Ryanair guy where he was talking about um, first of all, that they were going to make the toilets paid toilets, and they were yes, going to just saw have that. Yeah. one toilet, right? And he said if he did that, did that, he could fit another six rows in or something, six seats in. Also, the standing room only, he was going to charge. It was going to be one euro. Honestly, this fucking guy is unbelievable. What a guy! What, what a guy I, I to know, say he's... that we're going to charge people for the toilets. 
I know. Yes. Oh, he's so but he good was at like, I want to do that because then I can fit six more seats in. But also, he doesn't he can think take of out the humans toilet. as people, does he? he no, I think. I think. Like... Honestly, a lot of these guys are convinced that um, he's min-maxing the, his spreadsheet. He's min-maxing, but also in their way, they're like, "Look, people can fly for ten euros. Like, I'm genuinely giving people the chance to travel incredibly cheap. They know what they're going to get. But a lot of people, especially working-class people who don't have a lot of money, are going to enjoy being able to fly wherever they want, dirt cheap. It's going to be a dog shit fly." Right? But you're going to get there for 20 quid. You can't really complain about that. And a lot of people will happily take a dog shit flight because it's especially in Europe. It's like, what, two hours to pretty much anywhere. You can sit for two hours in a little bit of discomfort. That's the way they see I've it. I've stood on the train for yeah. hours and hours. Yeah. And you yeah. probably paid a hell of a lot more than you did for a fucking Ryanair flight. I'm not saying that like this guy isn't a sociopathic businessman as a as a result makes is a billionaire right I, I, and, and therefore somehow is doing the right thing you know oh, i'm not making that argument at all no, no, no. Why don't we just like turn the fucking hold into a ball pit and then send all the kids down there just for the whole flight? <laughs> I would fly on Ryanair God, kids, if they did that. For only five bucks, they could spread the flight of the ball pit. <laughs> yeah, get them in the ball pit. Install a slide so that they can get down there faster. <laughs> the ball pit. Pay five bucks to put your luggage in the ball pit. You ever pit. been on a slide before at 30,000 feet? Let me tell you. <laughs> Speedy exit boarding. Um, I mean, that yeah, would be freaking... that would be a big thing in terms of turnaround. Is if they could figure out a way to get people off the plane. Quicker. That's the that's the that's the uh, the holy grail of flying, though, right? Everybody's yeah. like, oh, I want to get on first. No, no, you want to get on last, and you want to get off first. Yeah. Nobody Agreed. wants to be sitting on the plane still after it's like after you're there, right? Once exactly. you get there, you want to get off of that thing. You well, got to get off. Yeah, but then you're waiting at the fucking luggage carousel or customs anyway. Yeah, I mean, true, yeah. yeah. But that guy in Korea, I think it was South Korea, who decided he wanted to get off the plane, and as it was coming in, opened the door. Did you see that? That was a story yeah. recently. I didn't think you could open those doors because of the pressure. Right. So it has like an override, doesn't so, it? So um, there's a there's a YouTuber I watch called Seventy Four Gear. He's like a pilot. Um, I've mentioned him before. He had a video called I Lied to You, and he said that people had asked him before about whether you could open the door, and he felt that it was his responsibility to tell people, no, you can't open the door, but you can open the door. That was right. his point, is you absolutely can open the door. Um, and if you think about it, the, the, the pressure outside the plane is much lower, so it would be easy to open the door because you're opening oh, it. This is, this is making me angry. How right? so? A little bit. Well, because of his... Misinformation. Don't do but anything for good crazy. Reasons. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think that's almost as bad as being like a fucking uh, I don't know climate change denier, right? Like <laughs> like like lying about science facts. But he doesn't to want to tell people, people doing stupid yeah, things. Yeah, you can open the door because then some idiot's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, but go fuck yourself, misinformation cunt. I am. <laughs> I have no time for that. I'm f fuming. I hate that kind of shit. Like I I I think I know the video, and I think I, that's where I got it from. I feel like I feel like that's such a scummy thing to do. Why is it scummy? Just to lie and spread lies. It's like, oh, but what I if hate that, that. What if Sorry. that lie could save lives? Yeah, what if that... Well, you point one out to me, you know. Point what, has what been, out to you? A life that's been saved. Well, like, how many people have tried they, to open the door on a well, flight? Well, but no, but there's... but I don't know. You tell me. Again, <laughs> point one out to me that's been saved. I think by this, you know, save Messiah. Thank you, YouTube Messiah, for, for making our decisions <laughs> and saving us. Uh, what an asshole. What? Carry on, people. Uh, no, that, that I have no no follow-up to that. <laughs> he lied to you. I have no, I have no time for that. Okay. I, 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 it makes me mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate that. That's the kind of stuff that I, I that bothers me all the time. Um, 
just deliver it. That's so. I, 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 that's the problem with YouTube, but also like journalism, un, un, you know, un, like opinion piece. We talked about it so much, you know, like just n not journalism, not not truth. Um, but so oh. wait, you can't. So you can open these doors easily. I, I no, I believe you can because this guy did in the middle of the flight. He opened the. door. They were in the air, and he opened. They were it. in the air. I remember reading about this. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know if it's just certain. That is terrifying, or, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I how many thought. times have you been on a long haul flight and you're just stretching and you're standing next to that door? <laughs> you you exactly. can look out the little window, you know, like yeah. at the back. So do you just turn the handle and it so opens? So somebody can or? just lean on the handle accidentally, and that bad yeah. boy's open, and you're you're out. Can you open plane door? Everywhere says yeah, no. Everywhere says no, but it happens. So it's so. when it's low and close to landing. Oh right. So okay. there you go. It's when you're low and close to. So to like, landing. so the pressure keeps it closed when you're high up, but as you get lower. I mean, I thought they opened outwards, change. so I didn't think the pressure would be an issue. No, um, they open in. They if they open, open in. inwards, then yes, it would be. Uh, yeah. People are not strong no, enough, don't. so there you go. They definitely don't open in. Are you sure about that? So there's Positive. tremendous pressure holding the door in place. If a plane is at lower altitude, um, as happened in South Korea, obviously the pressure isn't isn't the problem. At typical cruising altitude, um, as much as eight pounds of pressure puts against every square inch of the plane's interior, so pushing sort of outwards, if you like. They're 100% open outwards. Just oh, by pressure alone, the force required to open the door would be astronomical. So they open inwards. Is that is that the case? No, no. they open out apparently. Then what is it like a pressure cooker? I don't know. So hang on. If, if like they a... open outwards and there's lower pressure outside the plane, why wouldn't it be easier to open it? I we're not okay. <laughs> they, they you're you're making Lewis ma angry again. There must be, there now must... he's gotta go on YouTube to find the answer and he hates lies. They definitely open outwards, right? Because there's not enough space in the plane for it. So the fucking no one's ever got into a plane and the door blocking them, have they? Well they announce they... armed doors. So they're controlled by the crew members, assigning them and cross-checked by the opposite crew member. The arming instructions come from the flight service manager. When we begin our pushback, the call to disarm the doors comes when you turn into the parking stand. So while you're on the ground, it could be possible to open the door. But in the air, it says it's the pressure. Pressurized aircraft doors cannot be open. This is true for pilots, flight attendants, and passengers. The cabin pressure won't allow it. It's too strong for anyone to open them. But what I don't understand is if they're opening outwards, someone will explain this in the comments. If I'm in a car and I'm underwater, the problem is I can't open the car door because I'm pushing against all that water. But if there's, if I'm in a vacuum, which is essentially being at 35,000 feet, the pressure is incredibly low, the air pressure is incredibly low, Surely, me opening the door would be super easy. I don't understand. We li we lied to you. That's going to be the podcast title, <laughs> yeah. right? Because that way, people will be angry with us ten for lying to them. Mine's going to be ten, ten things that the airlines don't want you to know about. Ten. This is Number one. what we do is we lie in a podcast, and then the next week we say we lied to you. We keep doing that because that will get all the clicks and all the views. Yes. Everyone will be like, "Yeah, oh, what did you lie about?" Um. What is that? What is that? There's some Ooh. controversy afoot here. Yeah. That I need anyway, to find out about. How how Stockholm this year around? Have you been anywhere nice? Have you been to any fancy joints? Have you been to any good pubs? I got here on Monday. It is now Thursday. I have spent so I got here quite late on Monday, so I just chilled in my room. Then I've worked Tuesday. What and kind Wednesday. of stuff did you do in your room while you were chilling? I May watched I Netflix ask? on my phone. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> oh my god. I watched uh, the England game was on the telly. Who were they uh, playing against? They were playing against um, Macedonia. Right. I think. And we beat them handily. Nice. It was 6-0. I'll, I'll check the results, actually. 
Very good. Oh, did I tell you? Go on. Um, you know, I was just going to say, I've, I've just had to buy a new um, Seven tablet. Go on. Because I fucking... I, do you remember when I came to Jersey last time, Sips? Yeah. I bought an iPad. Did you? Um, I bought an iPad. Oh, yeah, that's the, right. You did. From the knockoff Apple shop. No, it wasn't um, a knockoff Apple shop. It's a legit one. Well, it's Jersey's equivalent. My of an uncle Apple owns store. it, and he said it's legit. Okay, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the one that works for Nintendo? Yes, uh, of course he does. Oh uh, uh, right. Anyway, it's, it's it feels like it's a legit iPad. Anyway, I was on the plane, and um, I was I was I had like a electric seat move forward button. And so I pressed it, pressed it, um, just got the flight immediately, uh, put my iPad down, pressed it, and I heard this cracking, and I was like, oh, oh no. Me. And I put the iPad, like, just right, like, basically, I, when I put the iPad down, I, I wedged it in the seat by accident, and I pressed the thing, and it instantly shattered the iPad. Oh, my oh shit. And glass. You must have been so pissed Tiny off. glass shards were everywhere. So not only did I not have... The tablet, which I put all of my TV shows and stuff on, right? yeah. like to watch on the plane, yeah. and all my books, and all of my everything. Like I don't know, I've I've got my a lot boarding of stuff on there. card, like, like everything was on there. It's very annoying to have all of that like gone. But also, there was like shards of glass everywhere, like oh, all over my seat, no. on the floor, like in my fingers. And I was like, I said to Judas, I'm like, um. Did you say you were so ticked off right now? <laughs> I might open the door. And uh, she was like, let's just, let's just move you to this other seat. Um, I will clean it up later. Because there was like, a spare seat next to me. So oh, I nice. Like, I, just, I just left it all there. Like, oh, in, man. Like, what can you do? Like what can you do? At least you didn't puke, oh. I guess. Like, that could have been worse. I might have had to stand. And then at least I didn't go try and open the door. Yeah. Like, like wipe, like tuss pad and brush the glass. Angrily out open the door. I'm so mad about my iPad. Oh God. It was, it was the stupidest thing. Oh. And then I, I, so I still had it with me when I got to the Florida airport. I was like, what do I, what am I supposed to do with this? So I just threw it in the bin. <laughs> and it felt really weird throwing an iPad in the bin, even though it was obviously busted. Um, still felt like wrong somehow. Could you even kept, turn it like, on or anything? Like, was it the screen just completely... I couldn't turn it on, no. Oh, man. Well, well, I could, but I couldn't, like... So you couldn't do, do a factory reset to get I, rid of the launch I, codes or anything? Like I could turn it on, but I couldn't, like, properly... I, I, I think I, I was able to navigate to the factory reset button, actually, but... Navigate. Oh, it was good. so fucky. Don't dress it up. Why did we I got use covered that term, in navigate? It's a yeah. fucking computer. You know, let's get let's put I some was respect able to navigate. Yeah, so at that thing. point I navigated to the best well, of my like, abilities. I had to kind of keep <laughs> rotating the iPad to try and like Does that count as get the one area of the screen that was still it. touchable? You had to orient it. You weren't turning it, you were orienting. I had to orient the iPad to navigate to the menu I desired. <laughs> I'm an explorer, by the way. <laughs> this really is your hard. iPad pilot speaking. We would like to navigate. <laughs> <laughs> I to the settings menu. Here. Oh, navigate my dick in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, your luggage is going to be navigating through my rubber flaps. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, uh, I think I might have told you guys this, but when I went to, um, I landed in Manchester to go to that show in Leeds. And uh, when I was at Manchester Airport, it's that thing where if you're on a smaller flight, the the plane lands like 10 miles away from the airport and you got to take a bus back to the terminal. On the bus mm -hmm. ride into the terminal, there were about four suitcases randomly on like the 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 the, the taxiway like, you know, going to the runway that had just fallen off of those little trucks or whatever. 
There was one that had been, I guess, had fallen off onto the road and then somebody stopped to move it onto some grass, like to the side. It was just luggage everywhere. It's It was the weirdest. Thing. I've never seen anything like that wow. at an airport. Yeah. Just so if you ever, if you've ever lost your luggage, that's probably what happened. It's probably on the tarmac at Manchester Airport right now. It's, uh, I hate seeing it because I know that that could be my my bag. I've oh. lost my bags quite a, quite a lot lately, actually. Our luggage has been lost in transit. It's when you have to take two planes. That's when they don't know what to do. They're just like, yeah. what do you do with these bags? <laughs> I used to, um, if, you, if, if, you, if you cast your, your mind and eye back to the uh, 90s, before 9-11 pretty much, um, you used to be able to check it right through, remember? You didn't have to. You didn't have to to stop. You know, like wherever you you landed, you didn't have to collect your bags and then check them back in mm. for your next flight or whatever. You used to just be able to check everything right through, and I think it was worse actually because stuff got lost a lot more back then. I think yeah, because I know that I know that now every time we take in a connecting flight now, they just automatically move the bags from plane A to plane B. Like Do I don't they? see. Yeah, I, I haven't oh, seen. It must my have changed bag. recently because normally when I'm on connecting. I got to stop. I got to pick up my, my bags and check them through to, for the next one. I, I, Interesting. I've had to do that. Well, I think when I'm, when I'm going, like sometimes I've flown to Vancouver onto Seattle. Oh, yeah. When I've gone to Seattle and sometimes it goes to Vancouver, then Seattle. And when you get to Vancouver, I'm pretty sure you have to get all your shit, put it through all the security things, and then they'll let you back on the plane. Yeah. If I remember rightly. When people say they love travel, <laughs> what they mean, and what I mean, is I like being somewhere They like else. arrival more than they yeah. like right? travel. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate travel in all of its forms. Yeah. Like, like l literally, planes, I, I, I'm, I've, I get, like, the pressure, like, makes my sinuses all, like, s fucking tight and swollen and painful, and my ears don't pop for, like, hours after flying. Yeah. I mean, just in agony. Yeah. Right, I'm on a like trains are, are fine, but expensive, and um, I'm always like having to stand up or some shit, or some, or just sitting in someone else's seat. It's a pain in the ass in yeah. the UK to get a train anywhere. Um, cars, I just get car sick immediately unless I'm driving, <laughs> yeah. which I'm never driving, or uh, I, I just I'm like I mean, anywhere in a car with anyone driving half an hour, and I'm feeling sick, and then I'm like miserable, like looking at the road. I can't look at my phone. I'm like bored out of my fucking mind. Like, don't get me started on buses or like. I don't know, cycling. I get exhausted. I'm so unfit that like I can't even walk anywhere. Like traveling in all of its forms. Even like the other day, like an elevate. Like there's an elevator. You're not going to say an elevator, gonna say an elevator counts as traveling. And a lift. I so I was in the lift with Ben on Monday. We were doing this thing, um, and we were like late. And so I pressed. You got in the lift, pressed the button, and there was this huge like deafening clonk. And like I thought, oh my fucking god, I'm gonna die! Like it, for a second, like it was like, and then it, like the lift was like, you know, ground floor, and I was like, well, we've definitely been going up for like a series of times, so there's no way we're on the ground floor. And then it like clonked again, and I was like, I looked at Ben, I was like, what the fuck do we do? And I pressed the um, alarm button briefly, but all the alarm button is is it's like pressing the. It's like it's it just bell. goes boop, boop, yeah, yeah. boop. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. It just makes a shitty little noise, right? Was it a so was, was like, it a notice? Right. <laughs> Bizarrely, it's a fucking sh Schindler. Oh, yeah. oh, that's why. Never Schindler's list. I would never trust Schindler's a Schindler. Lifts, yeah, one of the chances. Except for that Schindler, I would probably trust him. Actually, I think he saved quite a few people. But Oscar uh, Schindler. But uh, not so much, uh, not so much the elevators. It's got to be an Otis. Not so for much me. my fucking sanity. So I was stuck in this fucking lift. Oh, and it felt like forever, but it was probably about ten minutes. Um, and eventually, it just 
rebooted itself. Um, this wasn't at the office, on, was it? Yes, the office. Well, I, the new I had one. to go to the uh, the headquarters for HSBC at Canary Wharf, and uh, to my dismay, noticed that they also use Schindler's, which I refused to get in. So it was a long walk to the top. <laughs> Is that because you're a Nazi? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that, man. <laughs> he, he betrayed so, my people. Uh, uh, he, fuck it. it. I mean, do you know what I mean, like, even lifts are now a problem. Like, just, just moving me around from place to place. Just bring back COVID. Do you know what I mean? It was great. Oh, when my God, was just... man. You sound like uh, you're, you're not quite 40 yet, are you? What, you're, are you f- it was great when everyone was 40 in sheltering in place. I was just saying this the other day, and I don't know You've whether you've like fast tracked your angry yelling at clouds. Like usually, back in the days of COVID, I was more social than I've ever been. Like yeah. it was like everyone was going, "Oh, well, let's organize it a be s- online movie that's night." It. Yeah, you let's could all be, hang out and play you could be this online. Sociable on your own terms. Now you're back. Everyone to- was doing like it's just like Zoom meetings, and everyone was like hanging out with each other. Nowadays, it's, it's just <laughs> I don't do anything. No, I don't see anyone. Um, Why don't you organize an online movie night? I mean, it's never too late. (laughs) People, I've tried to do these things. Surprising, like I've I've got like a group of people we play who play board games, right? And the the group has suddenly grew. I originally thought like six people max in that group, right? Because if they all ask to come, we're not going to be able to, you know. I really only want four people, right? But it's ballooned. The group now has like twelve people in it, and every time I ask, we can't even get like three people together out of twelve. My initial fears were like it was going to be hard to accommodate everyone who was keen to play board games. But either I'm so repulsive as a person to hang out with Uh board games, or like people are just so busy and have things, other things on. Maybe they or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like is now a good time to ask? What do I do now? The online dating is going. I've been only doing it for a week. Like, what do you guys expect as a fucking update? I'm not. I'll give you an update. A friend of mine is uh, is doing online dating. He met a girl a month ago. Right. (laughs) He showed me a picture of her. She's gorgeous. Right. And it's going really, really, really well. So he's got a girlfriend. Um, Where's yours? Why haven't you? Is that where you're at? Yeah, where's yours? (laughs) All right. Okay. So you don't have to slay the guy. I mean, he's. We just want a like a little update. (laughs) I'm weirdly uncomfortable with. And I, I, I'm still trying to get my head around. I don't it. think it's weird really to be. Un- it, I don't think it's weird, weird to be uncomfortable with online dating. The whole yeah, thing seems bizarre to me. But it does. But he's thrown himself into it. He's, he's chucked himself right in. But, but he's navigating. I guess this it. is our culture now. Like this is a thing that people are doing, and like um, it's. I, I just find it a little bit overwhelming. I, I, I guess I'm just not. I'm approaching it with a lot of things in my head i need to just like turn off those things in my head you know you just, just gotta go like, with the flow a bit more i think yeah i'm just i think i'm just overthinking the whole thing you know yeah but wait, wait, wait. Um, so do you remember last time you were talking about how some of so the last hold week on. we were talking let me, about let me this ask, but let it's me two ask weeks ago in terms of yeah, podcast so let me ask time my question. because we're recording ahead let me ask my question away, this is important all right you were gonna go out with a doctor you were going to go out with a lawyer. What do you mean? You were going to go out I, with all these I headmasters just, or headmistresses? I can't just... They're not replying to me. Oh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> there's no, like... There's, like... Well, I, it's not like I'm not talking to people on there. It's fine. But I'm just saying, like, the you can't... I can't pick and choose. Okay. I can't, like, cherry pick um, these people. You know, they've got, they've got, this is, there's two people in a, in a date, Eflex. Well, you know, they have to want to go on a date unlucky, with me. My date yeah. is, it's a uh, As soon as I style. have a date to report that I've had got her consent that I can talk about on this podcast, 
I will do it. Okay. Are, is that, are you opening with that on dates? It's like, first off, can I talk about this on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might use that, actually, that as a line. That could be a good icebreaker, actually. That could be a good icebreaker. No, no, no. Yeah. For the simple reason, she'll want to know what the name of the podcast is, and then you're fucked. If, she, yeah. if anyone well, listens to this, you're fucked. But, but I'm so Googleable anyway, right? Like, I think I'm anyone so who's going Googleable. on a date with me is oh, a t-shirt. That that's is your a new merch. Yeah, I'm go. so Googleable in a picture of Lewis fucking Brindley. Just- We're pretty, I'm pretty obviously... Googleable, do you know? I'm not. I can't like be anonymous on there, can I? I can't be like. Well, you know, they have a special section like a for big, big time celebs like you. <laughs> I, I think that you know, someone actually said to me there was a dating site for like just for celebs, celebs like people there like you me. Go. Imagine you, you, imagine you went called. on there and you got matched with Kyle Walker immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, I, I don't. I think you oh should God. go. Can you imagine if, if I matched with Kyle Walker and then he aggressively started shitting, shit talking me on the app? <laughs> you little, prick. you little bitch, you little puny little, you little bitch. Let's see fuck. you take a corner, asshole. Yeah. you don't know what you're come, doing. Come over, come over to my fucking house and I'll fucking drown you in my ass crack. Like, oh, <laughs> what an invitation! <laughs> oh God, that that's really doing it for me, actually. Oh. Uh, I like to be dominated oh, by, um, by a terrifying Premier League footballers, b- British de- 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 English defender. <laughs> yeah, defender. yeah, he? yeah. Holy crap! That's very specific fetish. I don't know. Like, um, I feel like it's not to the point where, like, I'm walking down the street, think, looking at people and saying, "I'll swipe left, swipe right, or whatever." But, but uh, there is like a lot of you. You get a lot of faces a lot of, quickly, and it's, it reminds me of going to these um like events, you know, like Comic Con or something, where we have to meet people and sign stuff. Yeah, right? it, it sounds weird, but like I'm almost like it's it's like it's like quickly overwhelming after seeing like three people and then trying to puzzle out whether this person is you know what what's going on with this person, you know, because 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 to me I don't know like. I, I, I'm not like necessarily attracted to conventionally attractive people. I much much more prefer the personality of someone, right? Like right. I'm much more attracted to someone's someone who like someone could be very, very attractive, but also the most boring, awful, uninteresting person you've ever met, right? Sure. And vice versa. Someone can just be like really average looking and just be I get that like, a lot. Sparkling I get, a lot of people say that to me. They're like, God, you're so good looking, but you got the personality of a uh, a doorknob. <laughs> But so yeah. good looking, I kind of just like really, really attractive. Really, a lot of people don't give away very much on these sites, right? And or if they do, uh, it tends to be fairly um, generic, bigging themselves. Oh, it's, it's, it is like everyone's living their best life as well. That's the other thing. I'm like super jealous of all these people who have living their like, best life. Everyone, it's it's like you know on Instagram how everyone presents their best foot forward. On dating sites, it's like that times ten, right? So it's like everyone's profile is of them from good angles with on a beach you know or, or on a in front of the Machu Picchu or do you know what I mean like 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 I don't know like best foot forward um on the uh, on the shore why. of uh, Titicaca maybe Titicaca. maybe yes <laughs> yeah you know and so I don't know like I look I, and I know like we talked about this before and stuff and I am um I haven't seen the comments from the first time I talked about this but I'm sure people I do appreciate that I am professional man who has a professional and i'm also a childish idiot and i understand that people who are doctors and headmasters are also still childish idiots like me kind of thing and well, we, none of us really ever grow up and i get it all of that stuff right so Lord. there's this a is lot, like a breakthrough moment for you yeah there's this a lot, is like a big big time <laughs> i'm a lot I'm, i just it's just i'm just 
well, saying look, like shut it's up. tricky. Go on some Go dates. On. We need the content. That's right? the plan. Right yeah, now. that's the intention. Okay. Yeah. I will. I, I gotta. I gotta. I have to just get out of my head about it and just get over it. Here's something yes. I gotta talk about because it's been in the news all week. Uh, what the submersible? The fucking submersible. I baby. knew you were gonna bring it up. The I knew Titan. you were gonna bring it up. Yeah. So just for anyone who hasn't been following it, in which case I'll catch you up very briefly. It's controlled with a Logitech uh, video game controller. It is. It's like a little submersible. It can hold five people. Yeah. There's no seats. It's just a carpeted floor. You just get in. It's very uncomfortable. Imagine it's a, a waterproof with coffin. A bucket. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It is literally a big waterproof coffin. They are bolted in, so there's no escape hatch. When you're in, you're in, and they have to unscrew the top from the outside to let you out. It is 12,500 feet underwater. To give you some idea of how deep that is, no submarine can go that deep unless it's like one of these. Like all these nuclear submarines and shit, they can't go that deep. Sperm whales, 4,000 yeah. feet, and that's considered unbelievably deep. Giant squid, 3,000 feet. That's how deep they can go. This thing is like 10 times, sorry, more like 12 times deeper than the Empire State Building is tall. The pressure is unreal. You're under miles of water. It's insane how God. deep this is. And these guys got in this thing. They paid quarter of a million dollars to get in a fucking tin can with glass that is not up to code for this depth, by the way. And they're just in there being piloted by a guy who knows how to pilot a submarine. but With a video game controller. With a video game controller, which I, I think is the least of it, in all honesty. Because if they just rebadged that and made it look official, you'd be like, oh, fine. Because it's called a Logitech controller. That's a problem. The problem for me yeah. is not the Logitech controller or anything like the fact there's no seats. The problem I've got is, um, why the fuck are you going down there in this tin can in the first place? Everybody's been asking this question. Uh, one of the, the people I'm working with said that these guys are so rich that they've run out of things to do to challenge themselves, and they want to do this as a flex to say, I've seen the Titanic up close through a dog shit viewport, by the way. You don't even get a good view. It's like, there it is. It's like this hazy, misty thing through the murk. You get a look at the Titanic. Well, just look at the pictures. Like, you don't need to go there. But these guys are going there. The worst thing is this one guy took his son. There's like his 19-year-old son is on board this thing. They are trapped under there, 96 hours of oxygen when they went down, so like four days of oxygen. There is zero chance of rescue. Zero. They're looking Nothing for can them, go down there. It's not the looking only person, too good. It is, but the only person, by the way, who had uh, any chance was Gabe Newell, bizarrely, owns a submersible that could go to this depth and rescue them, but there's no way they can get it there in time. Which is just bonkers. I was reading about this. Pops, well, that's insane. I know. And so wait, Gabe so, Gabe, so Gabe's got a shoulder that now for the rest of his life? <laughs> why weren't you parked on the East Coast? Why Why yeah. couldn't your, your sub be closer? That's a lot, though, for, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, yeah. The guy his, just wants to watch son. some Dota and chill. Like, I don't think he needs to be worrying about all that. I mean, it would be literally impossible for them to get there in time, even if this had been at the very yeah. start. It's just, it's just not possible. Um, what about James Cameron? Doesn't he have a little sub as well? Yeah, I presume so, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's Nobody going on with Nobody wants to ask Cameron. him for it. Yeah, it's James Cameron. He's hard to work with, even Appar in a rescue Allegedly, situation. he is, yeah. yeah. So maybe but, people... Um, so the communication system, there's no cable tied to this thing. It just goes up and down, and then they hoist it out of the water. Um, they have to send like a little text message, essentially. They haven't received one. They've heard banging, which means that they're probably, it's sort of not continually... But every half hour or so, they, they were banging on the outside of the sub, knowing that that sound can be picked up by these, this aeroplane that has all this special underwater sonar shit so it could detect it. But in terms of finding it underwater, it's on the, the surface of the, 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 the deep. 
Like it would be like firing radar at a brick wall and looking for a fly. It's it's yeah. it's, it's part of the wall now. God, <laughs> why is the Titanic such a pain in the ass? Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, it's just it's in the worst spot. You know, like people yeah. just want to go and have a have a little gander. And you can't. I mean, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's in such a tricky spot, you know? It it's, is such a tricky spot. I don't know what they were thinking, um, in all honesty. But yeah, but it's it's just bizarre to me. This is such a big story. Uh, people are pointing out, why are we focusing on this when a, a boat full of like hundreds of migrants just went down and people died? Why is this the focus and all oh, this absolutely. kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. We, we can go on about that all day. This, this is interesting because, first of all, it's unique. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like this before. A submersible at the Titanic, 12,500 feet. That's a big story in itself. The fact that there's a chance of rescuing them, that adds a layer of interest as well. Like the cave with the, the with the, the Thai kids in the cave. Like those Chilean miners that were stuck yeah, in the ground for weeks. Uh, uh, it's interesting where, stories. Where's, where are all of um, Elon Musk's big ideas for rescuing Where's Elon, people? yeah. He was very proactive when, he was when big those on kids that, were yeah. trapped in that cave. Well- I mean, he went as far as calling uh, the guy who was in charge of the rescue operation and <laughs> called him a pedophile. He did. With he did. no 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 basis uh, so whatsoever. I for some reason I thought people had been stealing like grave robbing the uh, Titanic, but actually it's <laughs> the other no one, way. isn't it? It's yeah. the one in um, the one Lusitania. In near, Is that that near, one? No, near Singapore, like the from World War Two. The the um, here we go. The U.S. the HMS Prince of Wales and um and there's another one that went down the HMS Repulse. Mm. So during World War II, um you know these two ships were sunk by the Japanese um navy um air force I can't remember and they went down in the um wherever the fuck they went down God where is this the South China Sea I mm -hmm. guess or some sort of some sort of strait and um they they've got that so they are pre this so the steel on those oh, yeah. those ships is pre nuclear weapons yeah yeah which means that it's uncontaminated uh, all steel made today is contaminated by the low levels of nuclear radiation that are in the atmosphere today because of all the nuclear testing mm -hmm. so this pre-nuclear steel is very valuable yeah right. uh, because there's limited amounts of it and it was made before um, and and you can only get it from places like old shipwrecks mm -hmm. right um and so people but is it salvageable down. off of like shipwrecks like that are, yeah, are yeah, underwater so, isn't so, it so in fact what's been happening is these ancient ships that are in the java sea have been so sorry three ships um from the java sea and then two ships have been stolen have been attacked by these scavengers who were basically kind of pirates going there ripping big bits of steel off and selling them to the on the market as this um you know special steel because it's used for like lab equipment and stuff like this right like stuff where you can't have any it has to be low background metal right and in fact it's like they're, they're deposits of so so these are criminal criminal gangs stealing ships um <laughs> it's crazy that is but crazy yeah, yeah you can it's, it's worth worth yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's interesting. It's low background steel is, is what it's called. So yeah. how much well, is how much a lot, is a little bit a worth cuz um <laughs> I'm booking a flight right now. I want to get, get in on this. Sounds like the gold rush. I didn't even want the money. I just want to be part of the part of history, you know? I like I like Lewis's idea that there are treasure hunters going down to the Titanic. Yeah, that's uh, not it's impossible. Yeah. How are they going to get down there? <laughs> I guess it is deeper than I realized. Just some lads in a skiff turn it up really and just dive is. down there. It really yeah. is in the worst damn Steve spot. Steve can dive to 13,000 feet, so we just sent him down with a, with a bucket. He'll be back. I'm sure I heard something. Maybe it's just falling apart and it's just getting damaged or something. Um, I don't remember what I heard about it. But man, yeah, it's a fascinating loose story. I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit like 
um, the flight that went down, right? Where we're just not going to know for a long time. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be one of those things where people think- It's sad, it's sad because uh, uh, what a horrible way to uh, potentially go. Hopefully they can rescue them. It would be be quite the story if they were rescued as well. But if they if if they aren't rescued and they die, geez, I can't think of many worse ways to go than that. That it must just suck. be utterly fucking terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, every single person that's imagining it uh, being stuck there, people would be. I mean, just imagine having to talk to the people for that long. Everybody knows that the end is coming. There's very little chance. There's no food. Um, yeah. They're just stuck down there, in, and it's also really fucking cold because it, it's you're only it's a ten and a half hour journey on this thing to go down there, nose around, and then come back. That's how long the journey is is expected to be. Ten and a um, half hours in that thing. Yeah. Jesus, I wouldn't survive um, five minutes. No, I'd be I, I so have cramped up and miserable. I wouldn't have. Do you know what I'm saying same. about travel? Do you know what I mean like yeah. God? It's, it's like being on the British train. I'm not. I'm not down for that. I'd go. <laughs> I'd go in there and just putter around the harbor for five minutes or whatever. There's no I way mean, I'm going to yeah, like you, you crushing get one depths of those in little, that uh, thing. Yeah. Mini sub things and just poodle about. But sure. even then, I get claustrophobia. I don't want to be in that fucking thing. No, also, if no. I'm looking in, like you'd look in and see how shit it is in there, you'd think this cannot be right. Like if it was like really jazzed up and all white interior with seating and it made sort of a, a pleasing sort of noise when it went along you'd think this is the future so this it, thing looks like it was homemade so it's the the idea with this thing then and um i mean under under sort of like um normal circumstances where it is it, it is working and you you go on your 10 and a half hour trip to see the titanic and you come back is the idea then that you don't really need to go to the bathroom for 10 and a half hours or you can you can hold no, it in a, you fast a, a bit I think the idea is you uh, a bucket. do your poo-poo, and then there is literally a bucket for peeing in right. at the back of the sub. That's how shit it is. Um, so I, I honestly that just- That bucket that has alone, got to be overflowing at this point. Oh my point. God. Like I mean, they, it's they're be sloshing around and everywhere. Down yeah. there. It's, it's awful. I um, think the reality is, though, that they are going to run out- they've, they've run out of oxygen, and they're going to be dead, like, pretty quick. Yeah. Like, yeah, know, I think. Once oxygen drops to a certain level, you know, they'll all pass out. I mean, just imagine dead. all of that air of them breathing in there for all those days. There's all condensation running everywhere. It's fucking freezing cold. There's nothing yeah. to eat. You've run out of water. It's awful. It's It must be absolutely fucking awful. I, it makes me feel bad. I know the people are they, memeing they, about they it. They must not have any out. lights or anything either, so it must be pitch black. I guess there are lights. I don't know how long the battery lasts, but I mean, th this idea that they can be rescued, if they are rescued, like if subsequently to this point, podcast going out these these guys are rescued it's unbelievable but no sub rescue has ever gone this deep ever i think 1500 no. feet is the deepest something like that that there's ever been a submarine rescue the complexity i was saying the other night yeah reckon, how do they even even if they get down there they just have to tow it right there's no yeah, way they, they to, can open it up, up or anything they have like, to get it back to the surface it would take two hours let's say it's stuck under something like somehow it's become wedged and they're able to free it and it launches its buoyancy thing. It's two hours of travel time to come up to the top with no additional oxygen. No, they, they have the no top, way of pumping oxygen in, right? Because it's, it's completely- They have to open the top. Yeah. And this thing won't actually surface onto the surface. It will settle just below the surface. So they have to hoist it out of the water and unbolt it. There's just no way. There is That's just no crazy, way. It would yeah. be easier to rescue people that were stuck in a spacecraft in orbit, probably, if we had a rocket ready to go 
than this. That's how ridiculously difficult this is, in my opinion. So we don't know what's gone wrong with it, though, right? I mean, maybe the problem is that it can't ascend or that something something failed at some point, right? Like we don't actually know where it is at all. No yeah, one has any no, idea. They have where no it is idea. At all. They can't find it. it. They might. They might have just. It might be a scam. You know, they might <laughs> be scam. like in Canary Islands. They might. Have, he might have just vanished because he stole all the money from the pension fund or some shit. Do you know what I mean? They turned off the transceiver. They just sailed back to the surface, made it look like a, you know, made it look like they disappeared. I'm just starting the first conspiracy theory. Okay, right, okay. okay. You can, you, right you the can have that, that one. You can be the the originator. Because this is going to happen. I'm going to just put it out. I, I want credit for this. Right. Um. Anyone. This is it's the 22nd of June. We're recording this. <laughs> I'm just saying he, 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 it was Hamish Harding. He did it. Oh God! Uh, Jesus I Christ! Like I, I immediately feel awful. <laughs> you said the name of a man, a living man, potentially. Oh God! Oh well, my God! I mean, what? What else? I'm just proposing an alternative fact. Okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, the, it is. It has been uh, pretty interesting to to sort of keep track of in the news like it, it, it and it's morbid too because obviously it it doesn't seem likely that they that they're going to make it out of this no. one but i mean it would be <sighs> great if they if they could but they'll have to find them really soon for i that think to, they're, they're, to the happen. lack of public sympathy is because these guys are all rich yes is there a is a lack thing of, to do. of sympathy as well and i think yeah. most of us can understand that if we were wealthy uh we would like to think that we would not be this stupid that we would yes. be like yeah let's do this ha 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 we're rich what does it matter we're immortal and then they found out that actually this was a fucking ridiculously bad idea yeah uh, and they shouldn't have done it i'm still sympathetic because the suffering that these guys are going through is horrendous and i, I think it's a horrible horrible way to go and yes they're rich but we don't know they might be really nice people i don't know them so I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna step back although i am still laughing at some of the memes because they're very funny well, I think that, that there is this idea, though, of the, the daredevils, though, right? Like, like we people die base jumping and bungee jumping yeah, which and is all also extreme ludicrous. sports, right, all the time. And, and we are sad about it. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, why did you, why are you doing yeah, that? What are you like, doing? Yeah. Why are you doing that in the first place? So I, I think we have less sympathy for people because they take unreasonable risks, right? Whereas I think we have... A lot of sympathy for someone who's paid to be transported to safety, right? Yeah. For fleeing their lives, yeah. giving up their entire possessions, leaving like what these people. I hate travel at the best of times. You know, imagine <laughs> having to do that oh, under the threat of have war you and death. Somebody and, who really hated travel. Uh, yeah, you haven't much. mentioned it. Much. You just you seem like, like somebody. Who, I have a lot more sympathy. For, for no, that, that's understandable. You know, but I, I think just because it's a we shame have... that we're not putting the resources into. Helping migrants that we are into fighting some rich cunts. So ju the the thing is, just not because that they're we, necessarily we cunts. Sorry, they sympathy. might be lovely people, right? But just just they, having more sympathy. They might still be group. alive, like on a beach with a mai tai, it, and it like you know, they just put some dummies the in there. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm just saying, having sympathy for one group doesn't mean you can lack. You have you have to lack sympathy for another. There is still that's, sympathy there. That, that's human empathy. I think is, is is to understand that this is fucking around. It does irritate. Yeah, me, I feel sorry. Like, it I feel especially sorry for the for the kid because I think nineteen is like. You're you're technically an adult or whatever, but um, you're still stupid as hell at 19. Like, uh, you know, if somebody would have said to me at 19, let's go on this thing and go see the Titanic, I probably would have said, yeah, as well, you know, like, you, I think it's, you it's, don't have it's that like wisdom. a trolley problem, right? You know, the trolley problem stuff. 
some it was really interesting when we released the Troy problem because everyone had the whole gamut of different takes. Some people were like, I'm not pulling that lever under any circumstances because it's not my problem, right? Like if I do it, I'm responsible for it. And what how do I know? I'm just gonna leave it to God. I'm just gonna or, or whatever. And other people are like, well, I'm doing the math, right? So you know, 10 people is more than one person. So I have to one person die. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? And then other people were like, oh, you know, I don't think people are very nice. I prefer dogs. I'm going to save the dog. You know, as everyone's got their, you know, everyone's got their weird, like inbuilt biases, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people share a moral code right. and a moral compass. Um, and I think that's to do with the culture that we are born into and is all very unconscious. It's very under our skin, right? Like the way we automatically make judgments and, and calls. What do you think and the plural I'm, for compass is? Cumpi. Nice. Cumpi. Well, maybe it's just cream pie. I don't know. So my moral cream pie, cum, cum pie, <laughs> is all over the place on on this at the best of times. Um, because I can sort of, I like to try and see through other people's, um, what, what, why, why they've made these decisions. Yeah, no, so I don't feel that other people are less moral than me or care less than me. I think that they're, how they come to their, how they, and also how they like, they, look, you have, at the end of the day, the only person that matters really is you, I think, was always the person in your head. Like you, you know, you live with your decisions, mm. right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta, you're the one who has to live with yourself at the end of each day, yeah. right? Everyone's got this little judge in their head, like justifying everything they do and making excuses for all the terrible things they do in some cases. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think anyone would be able to live if they didn't, um, you know, constantly justify the things that they do stupidly by accident. I mean, God, the amount of stupid things I say, I kind of said the stupidest thing the other night, I won't repeat it. Go on. It felt so bad. Come on. All right, so here, here's one thing that people put, just talking about the sub again. Oh, what did I say? Okay, I'll right. tell you what it is, oh, it's on. really bad. The, okay. the, the sub had seven different safety features that were meant to pull it back to the surface in case something happened. Seven. That's seven, what I'm right. reading now. Right, right. Quite a few of them were designed to activate automatically after 14 hours, even if the crew passed out. None of them activated. Not even the emergency beacon that's supposed to shoot up to give away its location. For all seven features to fail, something big had to happen to the sub. The most likely case is something happened to the hull when it went down and it imploded when they lost communication. That's interesting. That, uh, that is from Reddit. I don't know. But it the wasn't. Accuracy, it but... wasn't super deep. What was it? at the point that it lost contact? No, but it's on its all way right. down. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if it was going to fail, it would be failing deeper than. Do you know what I mean, if it was likely to have a catastrophic failure, this is why I think it's a, it's a conspiracy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you fool. What do you mean it's a conspiracy? <laughs> but so, I've now convinced myself so of the, know you the have. conspiracy that I made up to mock conspiracy people. <laughs> so so the so what people think though is that it is very deep underwater right now, the sub. There's no no question about it. It, it it's down there. Possibly deeper than they ever thought it could go or whatever, right? And that's where it's stuck. Like there's yeah. no way that it's just like uh, you know, Washed up well, in we Tahiti don't know or something. The thing is, it, it might be floating on the surface of the ocean. That's why I think why they're scanning and right, searching for right. it. Because, and that's why they are sending messages to ships saying, you know, the missing sub went down in your area. Keep an eye out on the surface as you're sailing by. Yes. So that that is being done because no one's got any fucking idea where it is. And this is why it's like MH320 or whatever, the one that went down in Malaysia. No one knew where the fuck it was. And it wasn't for months until they found out that... which. Which way it even got right and right. started finding the wreckage right so we have absolutely no fucking information all we know is that this thing went missing and that's it like f they could well be uh, uh, all alive and fine it's cthulhu and back cthulhu and has enslaved a, fish, a fisherman 
right? They could be fine, but we don't fucking know. Um, they're, they're done and, for. And just all no the signs way. are pointing There's that they're no probably, probably dead, which is very sad. Do you but, think... Um, um, do you think they'll ever find them if no. they are just lost, like down down in the depths somewhere? No, it's gonna be impossible I mean, the, to find them. I would right? say the only way they would find them is if something went wrong and the, the 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 little vessel imploded and the wreckage just sunk down and is now amongst the wreck of the Titanic. So right. on some well, future voyage, someone will be down there, a little sub, and be like, "Oh shit, look, that's the." Well, like James Cameron goes down there all the time, like. Uh, James fucking Cameron. What? what a, he does. What a dingus. He loves going down there and checking it yeah, out. It's though. still there, guys. Just checking in on the Titanic. He's well, looking for some of that fucking steel, mate. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, Fund the new Avatar. But maybe. also, I think what he's doing is he's like doing a 3D map of the Titanic so that people don't Why have to so go. Why are they so obsessed with it? Why are they so obsessed with I the don't Titanic? Know. It's like, um, it's just one of those things, you know? People just, they're, they're, they're captured by it, you know? They just. I just wonder what it. I think just it's so because it represents it. it represents their own hubris in 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 wreck form. Right. It represents grandiose, unbeatable wealth, and they're what it's like. It's like peeking into hell for these rich people. That's what I think it is. They cannot really? look away. It's like their own downfall. It's it's hubris. But, but it's like it's like Van Gogh. It's like the Mona Lisa, right? It's it's over. Everyone's heard of it. It's the meme. It's the viral knowledge. Like every single person has heard of the fucking Titanic. And and as a result, that's that's the allure, right? Just the sheer, you know, you say to someone, I fucking saw the Titanic. You know, to anyone who's got half a brain, that sounds pretty interesting, right? And so but, the, but like Preflex said, it is so deep that they didn't even fucking find it until like the late eighties. Yeah. Um. Like like it was like <laughs> it's it's you have to build specialist fucking shit to get that really specialist shit to get down there. Um. Yeah. It's it is really deep down. Like um. And 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 the the wreckage itself is on the brink of just completely disappearing, right? It's like almost completely disintegrated. That's why I mean, they're the trying to map it out ships, so that yeah. people Well, these can... ships at the time weren't even meant to be seaworthy for more than like 30, 40 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was, that was how long the lifespan of a ship is expected to be. And it, it was even less when they were made of wood. Like the average wooden man of war was only expected to last about 15 or 20 years. Jeez. Um, Termites. And... And so, you know, <laughs> it's, imagine sailing one of those bad boys. Holy French crap. Termites. That was actually a thing, PFLAX. There was a ship that was a man of war being laid down that was so badly eaten by termites in the dry dock when they were building it that they had to like scrap it completely. Wow. Um, that was a major problem at the time. Um, yeah. And certain woods were more susceptible to termites than others. It was a, it's, a, it's anyway. So, yeah, like. Did they ever use it, it, uh, mahogany to make a boat? Like just some fine lacquered up mahogany? Maybe keep the termites Ooh, away. Keep it rubbed, rubbed down. You gotta, I think the gotta problem rub is right the problem is just the exposure to the the constant wet of the and salty of the yeah. sea, um, which I don't think is very good for. You get a couple of barnacles uh, growing into the grooves there and expanding and stuff. And yeah, the sea is pretty good. I mean, we as a human race, we've been dumping millions of tons of waste into the seas for years and years, hoping it disappears because oh the sea magically it's, destroys it, stuff. I mean, it is and then when the, when the Titanic's fucked everyone's like oh it's a bit weird that the, the Titanic's still there 
Um, yeah. Why isn't it more? Why isn't it it's just under the sea? How how bad can it get fucked? It's like what are you talking about? Well, I got something. Uh, I got something for you guys to think about because we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But uh, I was I was uh, watching a video. I don't know how true it is um, about the training of AI to read people's minds. Right. So they 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 scanned people's minds so you could see like the pattern of their brainwaves and stuff like that. And they showed people images and got them to you know see these images and then say what they'd seen and. And the AI was able to analyze those brain patterns and over time build up a picture of what our brain patterns look like when we're thinking things. Right. And then potentially the AI could sort of scan people's brains, read their minds and understand what they're thinking and uh, make a decent approximation of what that person was thinking. Right. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I haven't had time. I only looked at this yesterday. I haven't had time to really dig around into it. But it was, someone said, imagine this in the hands of like a dictatorial government where you walk through scanners and if it detects thought crime, it's like this guy's a, you know, a, a, a rebel. He doesn't like the society. He's thinking bad thoughts. Yeah. Exclude like, them sort of thing. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> so just some, something I thought we could, we could have a little homework and consider technology, life changes technology like AI. Um, I was thinking, first of all, can we think of major life changing technologies that have no downsides? Because I know there are some people who are very pro AI and some people who are very anti AI. I'm just saying it's going to have good things and it's going to have bad things. How bad could the bad things be? And would it outweigh the good things or vice versa? And can we think of any technologies that was like absolutely changed the way we live and had zero downsides? Those are the two things I thought we could think about. You want about me to think week. about that stuff and get back to you next week absolutely, on it? Absolutely, yeah. So when you right. think about it. Okay. And I know you will. Can I just write okay. some more haikus instead or do I have absolutely. to do that? Absolutely. No, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Can I get uh chat gpt to do my homework absolutely i'd yes. love to see what chat gpt says about it although i know that it'll just say here's a language model i'm incapable of being being interesting that that's pretty much all it ever fucking says when i ask it monkey mm. questions okay I'll, I'll i'll sort it out thank you p flex yeah. thank you i mean because we might get this some emails about it. you never know we might get some emails about it to start the conversation going so yeah you might yeah. get too many emails about it I don't you might mind. get to the I'm point where you're just it. like don't email me about this anymore no no i'm, I'm sick of getting emails fascinated. I'm fascinated by by AI and all that kind of stuff. Far more than I am about Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right, that's that. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.